Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. One of our secret weapons when we are looking for motivated sellers is BatchLeads.io or Batch Lead Stacker. Check this out, guys. You can literally find leads, skip trace them, and text them with this service. It's awesome. What is really cool about Batch Leads is you can stack your lists on top of each other, and it's going to remove the duplicates. So you're not paying for multiple leads the same time or over and over again. It's very, very powerful. That savings is going to be huge. Check out batchleads.io and use the promo code DAVE, all caps, D-A-V-E, to get 50% off. Check it out, guys. Dave, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Mike. Good. What are we going to talk about today? Finding motivated sellers. Awesome. For your wholesale deals when it comes to wholesale and real estate. Awesome. Yeah. So or guess, just investing in general, I guess. Yeah, it's just motivated sellers. So again, the, the number one thing when it, it comes to real estate investing, uh, you have to buy right, right? You have to have a deal in order to make any money. So finding a motivated seller is of the utmost importance. We're finding a seller that is willing to sell at a discount. Hence, discount property investors, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's talk about uh, some of the ways that we are finding success, or having success, rather, finding motivated sellers right now. Okay, so I'm going to break it down into two categories. Okay, I like that. I'm going to break it down into um, list and non-list marketing. Okay. Okay. I can, I can play along. Okay, so the two, or th- I should say the three things that we do that are non-list-based marketing, one is drive for dollars, two is networking, and three would be our radio ads. Those three types of marketing don't require a list. Driving for dollars, you actually build a list, your own list, but it's not a purchasable list. You have to create it. Say, say again what you got. You got driving for dollars. You don't, bu- you don't need to buy a list. You don't need to buy a list. Right. You're creating it, but you're not buying a list. Everything else, you have to buy a list to do it, basically. Well, so, so or create a list. Keep going. Which ones, though? What else you got? So driving for, dollars, driving for dollars. Networking. Okay, networking, yeah. The radio ads that we have running. Mm-hmm. Is that it? And that's the only, uh, those are the three. So I've also, but uh, you've also got, so online ads. You wouldn't necessarily need. A okay, list. that's a good point. You get, that's that's off market or off list too, and as well. One more is uh, is bandit signs. Oh, I didn't so even think of those you, two. You okay. Too. Okay. Man, there's plenty of ways to market. That's yeah, that's thing. great, Mike. Plenty of ways to find it. And then the bandit signs. Okay, no, that's good. But that's that's basically the ways without a list. Correct. That you can go and you can market, and there's we're probably leaving some of those off. But that's the main ways. Well, those are the ones that we're using currently. Absolutely. Having success with. 
Um, yeah, so those are those are our non-list ones. Okay. So, so we got one, two, three, four, about five of them, give mm-hmm. or take, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we have the ones that are list, you know, a better way to word it would be list dependent. Is it list dependent or not? Right? So the next ways are list dependent. Mm-hmm. Now, you can use a, a, a driving for dollars list, or you can purchase a list, but you but the next ways require a list. And what are those? Well, typically cold calling. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a list made in advance, you're making it when you go search for that stuff, like what's for sale and what's for rent, right? Right. right? Cold texting, which is very in, in line with cold calling. Any type of RVM or voice broadcast, which is just okay, another... So RVM is a ringless, ringless voicemail. voicemail. And a voice broadcast is just like it sounds. Mm-hmm. Is it, it sends a, um, a recorded message. So like you pick up the phone and then it just starts playing a recorded message. So a mm-hmm. voice broadcast. Direct mail. Got to have a list to mail Got to have a list to mail to. We mentioned banded signs above. Online ads above. One, two, three, four... And then the new one, and we haven't really utilized this yet, but you had mentioned it earlier today to me, is called GoKnock. Yep. And you don't need a list, however. It has a list. It has a so list kind of in a, it. Yeah, it's kind of a different one. Yeah, we'll you, pay to a, you pay to access a list that changes in real time, and then you can then go knock on their door or just use that to call them and text them. You don't have to knock necessarily. But it's actually designed for knocking. Yeah. Um, but I would call that a list because it, even it's, though it's list dependent, it's it's list dependent. Even though you're not importing a list, you're purchasing access to a list. Exactly. So it's list dependent. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's basically again the main ways to go about finding motivated cool. sellers. Well, in go, my opinion, let's there's talk about there's about forty other ways, maybe fifty more, easily. Mm-hmm. But eighty twenty principle. This is eighty percent, if not ninety percent. This gets so this gets eighty percent of our efforts and attention. Correct. Because it, or no, it gets twenty percent of our. I don't know. It generates most of our. It deals. generates eighty percent of the leads. Yeah. Put it that way. Twenty percent yeah. of our effort, eighty percent of our leads. Right. Uh, efforts totally different. Just talk about leads. Well, eighty twenty. You're doing the eighty twenty. I'm I'm stuck on that. Yeah, no, I know. But what I'm saying is, you got, you got leads coming in. Eighty percent of them are coming from this. Regardless. Okay. So yeah, all the efforts, you. all of them, right? Yeah, I'd agree with you. Okay. So. Let's talk about each one a little bit then. Absolutely. So when it comes to the non-list dependent types, um, radio, I think also could go with billboard and or television. You can group that together as like a mass, call it a mass media. Um, those are great because... You're going to get a lot of eyeballs on those types of marketing. It's However, also, they're going to be expensive. That's going to be very the little effort. Very little nice. effort. So, like, you set it up, and maybe you got to go record an ad or film a commercial or get your billboard figured out. But then once it's up, it's it's very hands off, which is nice. Too. It is, and I love that. Yeah, and, and you know, and and the great thing about marketing to non-list dependent type of marketing is you may miss a lot of motivated people that aren't on your list. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, the idea with the non-list is it's more mass. So you may have somebody that doesn't live in this city but owns property, but they come into town and then they hear that. Well, there would be no other way for them to hear that message is if they were here because it's radio, right? Yeah, it might be 30, 40 miles, but you still got to be here. So 
I really like those because, you know, automated, widespread, not necessarily very targeted, but it's great because it's very wide. You're casting a huge, wide net. Now, on the flip side of not being targeted, next I would say PPC or really just any type of online advertisement. That could be an ad on Facebook, Google, YouTube, LinkedIn, saying that I buy houses for cash and I'm looking to you know buy some more. What do you got? I'm here to help. So that would be the online avenue. Again, not list dependent. Uh, instead, you're targeting and you're looking for keywords and clicks. Um, next, we talked about networking. And you can get you can find motivated sellers from networking. We get a lot of them. We probably get 10 to 20% of our leads from networking. All the other agents and investors know we buy houses and properties and flip them and rehab them and own rentals. And we get a lot of leads that way. But networking is going to build. It's going to snowball. You're not going to get a bunch of deals from it right off the bat. But the sooner you start networking and telling everybody your business, the sooner you're going to be see reciprocate, you know, yeah, see a return on that. 100%. In the networking, another one, uh, you guys are online watching us right now. I mean, another way is utilize your social networks as well. So you can go into Facebook, and Dave is very adamant. He And it's true. He posts once a month or so, uh, mm -hmm. once a week. I, I try to do it is. like every three or four weeks. Yeah. It's just and everybody knows at this point, and they laugh when they see it because they're just like, man, you are relentless. And I'm like, if you don't know what I do, how can I help you? How can yeah. I get paid? I want to buy a house. I want everybody to know to buy that house. if there's a house in St. Louis that I can get at <laughs> 50 cents on the dollar, I'll be there in four to six hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, though. Like, a good deal, we jump on, man. Yeah. We're, we're there. So networking, all right. Okay, networking. Awesome. Bandit signs, non-list dependent. Okay. Similar to the radio, anybody can drive by it. It's all about traffic. So you want to put those in areas where you're going to have a lot of traffic or in areas you're going to see or you're, that you're want to invest in. But you may have a person driving in an area that sees a sign that doesn't live there too. So really just banded signs are just another mass media way of getting your message out. I would say that, yeah, it is. And it's, um, it's kind of like a scale. When you start out, you're probably not going to have the, the money for your marketing to go straight to a billboard ad. But if you've got a few dollars, you can buy some bandit signs and you can put bandit signs out there. Again, it's not the, um, you know, it's not as, as, as high dollar and it's not going to stay as long. It's a bandit sign. It may last for a week. It may last for a month. Uh, may last for a weekend, you know, uh, out there on the side of the road. But it doesn't cost as much, so it's an it's a cheaper way. There's a lower yeah, barrier. Yeah, people to entry. can you can make your own bandit signs. If you got a bunch of cardboard, go card go go dumpster down and find some cardboard. You got bandit signs. Boom. Exactly. I know you're ordering stuff on Amazon, so cut yeah. those boxes. Every up. box is a bandit. Cut sign. those boxes 100%. up and Absolutely. put them out there. So moving on, moving on. So we talked about the radio. We talked about mass media. Mm -hmm. Talked about online advertisement. Talked about bandit signs. Talked about networking. Last but not least, would be driving for dollars. It's my favorite of the. Non-list dependent types of marketing for motivated sellers. Number one. Why is it your favorite, Dave? I love it because you're getting properties that aren't, they may or may not be on other lists that you can purchase, but A, you're building your own list. It's unique to you. So you can never buy that same list, right? Secondly, you're finding properties that are distressed today versus doing a lot of mail 
you can't go drive every property you're going to mail. Why would you? That's That would be a waste of time. But if I'm only targeting houses where they're boarded up windows, the gutters are falling off, the grass hasn't been cut in two to three months, not two to three weeks, two to three months, like tall, tall grass. If there's a broken down car in the driveway, all right, I figure that, you know, that there's a problem happening somewhere. It may be with the person. It may be with the house, but it shows with the house. That's for certain. So those properties typically have a higher rate of getting you in touch with a motivated seller. Also, um, it's very difficult to buy a property at 50, 60, 70 cents in the dollar when it needs no repairs. Think of that too. So if you can find houses that need repairs, it is going to be a whole hell of a lot easier to get a massive discount on it or even a slight discount, but a discount nevertheless. Mm -hmm. That's my point when it comes to driving for dollars. The reason driving for dollars is my favorite way is because you're in areas that you are interested in buying in. So we are investors here in St. Louis and we're building a rental portfolio. We buy and flip and uh, sell turnkeys and uh, we flip houses, all that stuff. But when we are in an area that we like, we're, we're in an area we like. It's just that simple. So then we can see which properties uh, need a little work and might need to be sold. So it, it's great. Uh, we, we, yeah, I mean, driving for dollars is awesome. So what is driving for dollars and how do you do it? Uh, it's as simple as hopping in your car or getting on your bike. Dave, I know, sometimes likes to yeah, bike for it. dollars. Um, I've run for dollars. Uh, you don't get quite as far with that. Um, but yeah, so you get in the car and you drive around a neighborhood. You're looking for vacant properties or distressed properties that, uh, there might be an owner who is motivated to sell. And that's basically what you're, you're doing driving for dollars. That's step one. Mm -hmm. Step two, uh, you are going to then locate that owner. So you have to find that owner. Step three, make contact with the owner and offer to buy it and buy that house. That's kind of how it works. So you have to find a property. Then you have to dig up and figure out who the owner of that property is. Mm -hmm. And then you have to make contact with them. So each one of those steps takes a little bit of time and effort. What Dave, I think, is just posting is that we use this really cool app. Uh, it's called uh, the Deal Machine app, right? Yep. And... There's a free trial. I put a link there. We'll put that in the show notes. There it goes. I got it up on the screen for you guys. Sweet. So if you're watching, you can see that. We'll add a link in the show notes as well, or you can visit dpipodcast.com uh, slash toolkit. Uh, go to our toolkit site, and we've got all of our uh, links there. That yeah, you can don't worry to. about all that. Just go to the Deal Machine app and use the code DAVE. That works too. And they'll get 15 free credits to oh, use sweet. to test out skip tracing and direct mail, which is awesome, but also a 14-day trial, too. So Deal Machine's great. The reason I like driving for dollars so much is because, A, we talked about earlier, you can find the properties that need the most repairs. Um, but those people typically are happy to talk to you when you do reach them. When you do a lot of mass cold calling, cold texting, we do all these as well, even mail, there's not very much presumed motivation. Even if you have a list of death, divorce, disease, whatever it might mm -hmm. be, there's still not necessarily a whole lot of presumed motivation. But when you have a house that literally has a hole in the roof, 
regardless if it's occupied or vacant, right? You would assume that they know that. And if not, inform them, educate them on it, right? And when they do notice, they're going to say, okay, now I really need to do something with this because every day, every week, every month that I wait, that house is deteriorating and molding and getting worse and worse. So by driving for dollars, you can really, really locate the, the worst of the worst and put that on a list to market to. Now, when we drive for dollars, that the act of driving for dollars itself is just creating a list. It's a non-dependent way of marketing, but it's creating the list. Then from there, you're going to take it and you're going to move it over to the list-dependent right. types of marketing. Exactly. So then you have to contact the owner, like I was saying, or figure out how to contact the owner and work with that owner, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Cool. Uh, let's do, uh, the next one. So I think we've covered. So all that's of our the non, non list, non, de- non list dependence. Yep. So let's talk about some of our, uh, list dependent. Absolutely. Ways that we market or place. First off, let's start with lists. You find lists. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so what's a list and why so is it important? One way would be to drive for dollars and you're generating, you're and building you're generating your own. your own, but if you, but there's also lots of ways to, to get lists without driving for dollars. We do both. We love driving for dollars. I think our three biggest deals to date, like 60, 80, and 100K, random that those numbers were like that, but that's, I think, the three biggest wholesales. Mm-hmm. We just closed a $60,000 fix and flip today, which is sweet, but neither here nor there. Wholesales mm-hmm. uh, all have come from the driving for dollars. So one way to get the list would be that, of course. The other way to go about getting lists we would recommend would be to get a prop stream subscription. And the reason is, is because with PropStream, you can pull lists for about one penny. Um, it's about 100 bucks a month. And you get 10,000 exports. So do the math. That's one cent per motivated seller lead. But the cool thing is, is if you don't pull all 10,000, you can also pull cash buyers. And you can run comps with this software. So for a hundred bucks a month, I would say it would probably be the most useful thing, most most useful tool in my belt. 10,000 is a ton. That's the of, minimum package too. Is a ton of leads yeah. though, like for a list. Yep. So when I started, and I think Dave, you were more on the direct mail uh, bandwagon when you started as well. Um, I mean, to, to send 10,000 uh, postcards. I mean, figure about fifty cents for a first-class stamp, or fifty cents to get a postcard and uh, postage on there. You're talking about almost five thousand dollars to send ten thousand postcards. Like that is a huge cost. So again, you're probably not going to be mailing ten thousand postcards your first month. Uh, so that is a huge, huge, huge number of leads that you can export from their system. More than any one person is going to be able to work in some of the next ways that we uh, discuss mm-hmm. uh, of finding and uh, contacting uh, motivated sellers. So the next one. Yep. Well, why do we use PropStream, though? Sure, go for it. So check this out, oh, guys. PropStream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check this out. This is great. So when Mike and I started wholesaling full-time five years ago, six years ago, we were both using list source and occasionally listability. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first started, I was paying anywhere from like 17 to 25 cents a lead five years ago. And then we were introduced 
to leads for, I think, six cents through one of our direct mail providers, but it was still through list source and listability. Right. They just got a, a, a deal because they bought so many. Because they so bought many. so many. Right. But for the last 12 to 15 months, we've been using PropStream because it's one cent, and we already are using them to run comps anyway. Yeah, this is the coolest thing. So about that's it. the most amazing thing. That's why we love them the most because you you're, we're already using them for this other stuff, but we get these leads for a penny. It's amazing. It's yeah. awesome. Well, and, and the thing about PropStream, the reason it's so, I would say, almost critical to someone who wants to wholesale or somebody who's in the wholesale business, if you're not an agent and you can't access the MLS and get comps, you have to be able to figure out what a property is worth. And PropStream does a really, really good job of compiling data, big data. So they take in um, MLS data, non-MLS data, and they give you a really accurate picture of what a property is worth. So very, very cool uh, wow. prop stream. So yeah, that, that's very, very good. Um, so Dave, I was going to start moving down into uh, some of our list-dependent types of marketing. So we use prop stream. Uh, to get the get the uh, motivated get the list. seller list, but it's get great. You can filter by so many things, and you can find very niche lists as well. Favorite list would be driving for dollars, but everything else is coming from PropStream. We're purchasing it, yeah. So now that we have the list, what do we do next? What do we do so next? Next, what, your first option again. This is what I mentioned. I think we both started here was direct mail, and direct mail is a staple of real estate investing. I don't see it ever going away. Uh, I get, I can't even tell you how many letters uh, that we get in the mail. I mean, we oh, have, here to the yeah, office. We've got about a hundred doors together yeah. roughly. Uh, and we get, I mean, it's probably Dave, I throw them away now. So I'm sorting the mail almost every day. I come in and I, I grab the mail. Yeah, the there's, a, there's five or six a week. <laughs> it, well, some days we'll get like 10 or 15 letters in because, day? because wow. somebody has pulled. Uh, oh, area. all the areas that we yeah, might own. And in? It's like, Oh, Looks like they, yeah, didn't filter out LLCs. You oh, know, or, yeah, or duplicates. Exactly. Yeah, Duplicate owners. Get, right, right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we, we probably, I would say at least one or two letters a day. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah, one a day. So people are doing a ton of it. There's a ton of mail going mm-hmm. out. Um, I still get some in my name to my house. I'm sure mm-hmm. you as well. We do a little bit of direct mail ourselves, guys, but not much. Most of it is uh, to follow up with people or it's really, really, really niche lists that are smaller. Direct mail is expensive. It works. It always will, uh, but you have the use of the micro. You have, you know, the use of the microchip now, which you can automate stuff and and send, uh, you know, cold call, cold text, stuff like that for pennies, literally, you know, a penny or two to send a text message to somebody or call them versus, you know, fifty, sixty cents to send a letter and then wait. Again, both method methods are great. Um, and they work. And they they work. work. They all work. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so that's uh, one way that you can use your list. The next way you can lo- use your list, and the next one direct mail was number one, right? Direct mail I did was number one. Okay. The next uh, three or four or three we use in our business, right? Yep. And I think we found the more effective, and more cost effective rather, and that's why we're sticking with. That's it. why we stick with it, so, right? So the next three are cold calling, cold texting. And the use of we clump RVMs, ringless voicemails, and ringless or broadcasts together into one type of marketing because it's all done with software. You get you get the list out of PropStream or Deal Machine, 
and you uh, export you export them from there. You import them into um, Mojo Dialer or Smart Dialer uh, into Batch Lead Stacker or Batch Voice, which will do both the RVMs as well as the broadcasts. The broadcasts are for landlines. You can't RVM a landline. Um, so you can hit, hit them with broadcast, but they also leave a message with that service as well, too. So you're leaving voicemails on answer machines for landlines. So lots of, uh, lots of great resources there. The cool thing about cold calling and cold texting is it's very efficient, and the response rates are very, very high. When it comes to texting, we typically get about a 75 to 80% accuracy rate on getting the right person which is really high. And then we typically get about a 35 to 40% rate of them responding to us. Now, 90% of those are no, not interested, take me off your list, so on and so forth. Um, but 30 to 35% of every text message that we send out gets a response. It's awesome. Awesome. And it's about a penny to send a text message. With an automated system. Versus what was direct mail at last time we did it? 54? No, no, no. 50, percent of response rate. I would say like Oh, one two, or two. Maybe, two percent. Yeah, 2%. I mean, maybe when we first started, it was three or four, but it's been dropping, I feel like, ever since. Yeah. You know? It'll still work. By all means, it's a way to, to go about getting deals, but there's cheaper ways, which is what I really 100%, like. 100%, man. You know? So, that would be the last couple. Again, there's 40 or 50 other ways to go about finding motivated sellers to market to. But these are the ways that we use and or like the most. Um, we had mentioned the online advertising up above with the non-dependent as well as the bandit signs and, you know, the apps. Go, Go Knock is another great app similar to, to uh, Driving for Dollars. That's pretty new, though, isn't it? It's very new, yeah. yeah. But instead of it, um, instead of you plotting, it's, it's, a, it's list-based like we talked about where it'll show you the foreclosures or the pre-foreclosures or the tax delinquents, and then you can then go target those as well. So another great resource. So that would be it, guys. Two different types of marketing, list-dependent, non-list-dependent. Um, all of it works. Typically, the stuff that's going to be that's gonna cost the most um, isn't necessarily going to be best. Right, we used to think the, the AdWords leads were the best, but they were 150 to 200 dollars a lead, and it's not necessarily true. Sometimes we can send one text message for a penny, and get a deal from it. You know, so don't worry necessarily. You know, the don't think that if you pay more for your marketing that it's going to be better. It's not always the case. There's a lot of inefficiencies, and I think that's about it, Mike. Anything you want to end with? I don't think so, guys. Again, uh, I mean that's one of the most important things in wholesaling is. Uh, finding motivated sellers, and those are you know, a pretty pretty simple baked, uh, breakdown of how we do it. Uh, you're either going to find a list or, or not. So That's right. Or work with a list or not. All right, guys, signing off. Thanks for watching. Discount Property Investor Podcast. <laughs>
Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.